0: Log Talk Radio.
1: The room is always open and it's always interactive. Just create a profile for yourself and join the discussion. Uh, you can log in uh, as a guest or as a member and chime away with the participants in the chat room. If you're on, on Twitter, you can hit us up, twitter.com backslash deadendsports. Make sure that you follow us, follow deadendsports, follow us individually. You can follow me at 12Kyle. You can follow FIFO. At FIFO247, you can follow B at BZ430. You can follow Ken at K-B-I-N-G-E. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com backslash Sports. We have a Facebook page there. Like the page. Subscribe to the page as well. Um, if you missed any parts of tonight's show, the show is being, uh, can be heard on our podcast. Or you can check out our podcast on our website, DeadEndSports.com. You can also check us out on iTunes. Subscribe there as well. You can also check us out on Stitcher Radio. Uh, If you have an Android or iPhone, uh, download the Stitcher application for free and subscribe to Dead End Sports there as well. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel. Make sure that you go to our channel, watch, subscribe, and share. It's just that simple. Um, You can do that, youtube.com backslash dead-end sports. Uh, We got a lot of videos up there. Our shows are there. Uh, A lot of content always being uploaded. Uh, So make sure that if you want to keep in touch with us and see what's going on with us, check us out there. And of course, you can hear us live each and every Tuesday night right here at Blog Talk Radio from 9 to 11 p.m. Pass the word, pass the word. Tell a friend and tell a friend that the boys are back on the air again Hot and heavy, man, a lot of stuff is in the news. Uh, <laughs> women's soccer is in the news. Uh, Great victory, Team USA is in the news. Uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game is in the news. Uh, so a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, primarily tonight we're going to be talking about the, N- the NBA free agency period. But if there's anything you want to talk about, uh, trouble at Florida State, a lot of stuff to talk about there as well, uh, be sure to hit us up at 646- Four seven eight zero three five six. Um Wait a minute, that music is really loud Let's turn it down here, okay Way too loud for me <laughs> uh, Here's something 646 478 six, four, six. Without further ado I will not be doing the show alone Of course I'll be doing it with my partners uh, Let's bring on the beat maker of the Actually it's beat maker, it's not here just yet Let's bring on my man Ken Ken, what up
2: Hey, what's going on, Kyle?
1: Chilling, chilling. What's up with you, man?
2: Man, uh, sitting here working on some website stuff, man. I had to to go in and, and do some, some optimizing, some adjustments, um, you know, just going through Google's Webmaster too. So a lot of things I got to do that, you know, with that. So I've been working on that for the last hour and a half. Okay. But um, but that's about it, man. Just, just been doing that until, you know, the show kicked off. It's... You know, I don't know if the people like to hear my stories in the beginning of this show, but you know, um, but right. yeah, it's, it's 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 been it's been a tedious task, man. But it, you know, because you know, I I don't really like I know it, but I don't know it. So I'm finding myself having to learn it um, as I go along, and sometimes I just I just walk away from it. But it's the nature of, of of running your own business, man. Because sometimes you just got to get in there and 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 do it yourself. Because if you don't. You know, it won't get done. And, you know, the stuff got to work. So, oh, oh, programming announcement. Programming announcement. Uh, I know last week I mentioned that people and I were going to talk about the Cavs, Well, we scratched that. Um, We actually ended up, and Kyle, I know you can shoot uh, Friday, but we actually ended up shooting a video about all of the free agent moves up until Friday. Obviously, a lot of it that took place over the weekend we didn't right. we didn't have, so we didn't discuss that, which we'll discuss tonight. But uh, Brandon came through. We shot some dead end hip hop videos. Brandon was there, and and Bob the Cavs that made all of their moves. So it just made sense to just go ahead and talk about free agency. So we went all ahead right. and, and and knocked that out. Um, so I, I think it came out really really good. Um, so I, yeah, I think Rob said it'll be done uh, probably tonight. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So everybody be on the lookout for that, including some one on one reviews uh, with me and people. We we tackled two albums, and then I I uh, did one with with B as well. All of those will be going up on on Denner Hip Hop soon. And um, you know Thursday we're gonna do the top five of 2015 so far, 2015 so far, and another review. So we we, we and we, and we, we have, have two more on Tuesdays the,
1: on the media review, man.
2: Man, yeah, we're 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 getting back into the swing of things, man. June was a little slow for us, but we got some stuff in the works, including uh more D S videos um that we gotta shoot this this month as well that we gotta get on the book. So we we we' are back at it, man. We're back at it. Thanks everybody for being patient with us. I know it was a, it was a little rough. But uh no, you know, no,
1: hey man, it's
2: just
1: like you know, I tell people all the time, man, life happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in between these video shoots, man, life happens. Um,
2: yeah, in yeah, I'm fact. gonna definitely be
1: looking out for that uh, that, that that annual review. I mean, the mid year review. Uh, see if, if some of the some of the few albums that I've listened to in 2015 made it. Um, actually, speaking of hip hop, uh, our boy Q to Six, man, he's actually coming on my show tomorrow, and we're gonna be talking a little hip hop, uh, a little past and present. Um, you know, the, the young the young fella got it. He, he has a lot of knowledge about hip hop, so. Uh, it's always good talking. This is our third volume of uh, me and Q kind of chopping it up, mashing up about hip-hop. We'll talk about some of the issues, too, uh, going on with the genre as well. So if you guys listening, uh, check that out tomorrow night as well. Um, we got. looks like we got a beat maker on the phone. Let's bring on our boy, Beezy. Beezy, what up, though? What up?
3: What's good? What's up, fellas? I, I freaking lost track of time, man, playing this down. <laughs> Batman. Man. Yeah. Yeah, Still
2: playing uh, Batman,
3: playing Batman Arkham Knight, man. I'm, I'm playing. I was like, it's kind of dark outside. I said, wait a minute, Let me go ahead and call in. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock. Hey, the time to sneak like, up on you,
1: man. I was at the gym yeah. and I'm like, oh shit, I got to get get back home.
3: Yeah, I'm like, man, wait a minute, it's a little dark out there. Let me go ahead and call 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 in with the fella.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Last but not least, let's bring on our boy FIFO. Hold up, I just, at least I thought I had him. FIFO, what's yep. good, man? What
4: up, what up? What's
1: good? Chilling. what's up with you?
4: Hey, man, just like me,
1: I lost track of time. I'm over here cutting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, I understand. Well, let's get into it, man. We got NBA free agency. <sighs> it seems to have exploded since the last time we all spoke together. Man. Um, a lot of money. I mean, probably we probably should have led in the show playing... Um, the OJ's money, money, money. <laughs> there was a lot of money being thrown around. Um and and one free agent that I mean with that goes without saying I I guess the number one free agent has yet to sign and we know that's pretty much a formality as LeBron James is gonna be headed back to Cleveland. Um but let's start right there, man. Um the money aspect of it man it was a lot of money being thrown at a lot of guys we had some guys hit a lick and we had some guys take less money uh to pay to play for a better situation we'll talk about that in just a second um so i'll start first right there would you be um were you surprised at the amount of money that was negotiated for this year's free agents
3: um uh, i mean not yeah and no because like we've seen this before i mean it's been a couple of years where we see players get a lot of money and steal a lot of money uh i.e rashad lewis <laughs> um, <laughs> day. so i mean it, you know we've it's been it's been coming along year after year every year last summer we was like oh my god why are these guys getting paid this money the year before that it's like man these guys are getting paid this that money so this year it wasn't it was like a yeah and a no because you know when I was just finding out like damn Brandon Knight got seventy mil like what the heck Chris you know Chris Middleton Middleton got like I think he got like what sixty mil or fifty mil I'm like man yeah, yeah like, sixty mil I mean I'm like I, I, at the same time I'm not mad I mean get your paper I mean hey shout out to these uh, NBA uh, you know players getting their money being able to provide for their families of their families but man. A lot of these players, I'm like, man, I don't know what I mean worth that penny. But you know, hopefully they, hopefully they get their money and live up to the bill. Because, man, this this is it's crazy. All, all the dollars that's getting thrown around out here in the NBA. I mean, I need to go out there and be like a, a bench warmer or something, man. Let, don't be like about a meal, you know, just to be a bench warmer, just to be a, a, a human cigar. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a human right. cigar for for 1.5 a year or something like that, or well, shit, even like nine hundred thousand. Give me, give me, give me that much. Like that mean <laughs> that. Let me be the agent. Yeah, you know, right. Let me be all gold, I mean? man. Right, get that percentage. But yeah, I mean, it's it's like I'm kind of like 50-50. It's like it's surprising because, well, like, I think just the amount of super million dollars that some of these guys are getting, and I mean, some of them they're not like tier one guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like wow, you you looking at you hearing the money, you thinking like, man, is this guy about to be a franchise player? Like, yeah. I, and I'm gonna be honest, I even think. You know, we gave Reggie Jackson a little bit too much bread, but right. I understand that because I'm pretty sure Reggie Jackson's agent was like, "Look, Brandon Knight just got 70 mil, you know, uh, Gordon Dragic just got 90 mil, you know what I'm saying?" So he's like, "I know I can get you around 80 mil, or whatever." So, you know, I, I get it. I, I understand the business So the agent was a little bit so, you know, I, I'm, you know, it's like whatever now. But yeah, I was like, I was like, "Damn, Reggie Jackson, 80 mil." So that I mean, hey, he got his money. He wants to leave OKC and be the man, and this is his chance. But you know, it's it's, it's not shocking. Watch LeBron going get some get some get some stupid paycheck as well. Kevin Love, he got his bread. But you right. know, it's what it is. Man, welcome welcome to the to the NBA agency <laughs> where everybody get overpaid. Everybody getting them dollars.
1: <laughs> no doubt, everybody gets a check. Uh, what about you, FIFO, man? Were you surprised at the, the amount of money that was going And, of course, free agents can't sign their deals, I think, until the 10th, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, you know, these are all the terms that, you know, have been pretty much agreed upon. Were you surprised at the the number, uh, the number the numbers that, that were thrown around?
4: Not at all. Not at all. A couple summers. Well, not a couple, but, you know, a while ago, Carlos Boozer got $80 million from the Bulls. You know, Joe Johnson got a monstrous contract from the Atlanta Hawks. Right. But no No, no, right. That's what free agency is.
5: We're like, are we always
4: going to harp on how much people make? They're going to make money. These they guys gonna, are yeah. professional athletes. And here's yeah. the thing: at the end of the day, yeah, Brandon, and I got 70 million. That's not max. He's not a max player. He didn't get max money. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh what's his name? Um, uh, Green from Golden State. What's his name? First name?
0: Uh, Draymond.
4: Draymond, grandma $85 million less than that. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, man, look, these guys are going to get paid. Whether you play like the, like the best or if you're getting paid off potential, because Brandon Knight is still getting kind of paid off potential. This guy's been traded how many times already? So, you know, you got guys at different points in their careers, but everybody gets paid because they're so young. You know, like, do you think Brandon Knight's ever going to sign another $70 million contract? It's not unless he lives up to it. So I'm not surprised at all. This is this is what NBA free agency is. People
2: get paid.
1: What about you, Ken?
2: I was. It, it it was a lot of money being tossed around. Um, the only thing that that made it make sense to me was the the upcoming uh, TV contract deal. So I know that the the lead the NBA teams are set to make a lot of money. So what they're spending now, you know, won't really affect them that much, um, you know, in the next few years because of the TV contract. But still, it seemed like they were they were just kicking out a lot of money. But a lot of that has to do with inflation. I mean, the, the, the price of the players have just have really gone up. And, you know, a lot of it, the bar is kind of set with some of the MAP players that are out there. And, um, and, and so when you look at that, you know, it kinda it kinda of, kind of makes sense, you know, and, and sometimes you know, teams just haven't learned from the Rashard Lewis deal where they were trying to pay him on what they thought he could be instead of what he actually ended up becoming. Um, but you know, like there's there's certain players I look at and and I'm like, nah. Like like for instance, Delhi. Delhi's the one that Delhi they're talking about paying Delhi three to five million dollars for a guy that That is a nightmare offensively. Is he worth three to five mil as a defensive, as a hustle guy? Is that what the market is bearing for a guy like that? See, I don't know. You know, and and so when I see checks being issue like that, it kind of bothers me because then...
4: Ken, you're talking about three to five million? That's not that much, bro. And he's young is the reason why he's commanding that price. If he was 30... 29, I mean, not 29, I'm sorry, 32, 35, he'd be a million dollars. He'd be league minimum. But you're paying him because he's young. Because he can go somewhere else and get three to five. That is his you market You think so? Value. I think so. Three to five is not a lot, bro. That's only like like a half of the um mid-level. Or two-thirds
0: of the mid-level. So
6: Tristan,
2: so Tristan Thompson is worth... million.
1: You damn right. (laughs) You know what? He made some money. uh, He made some money. Because keep in mind, Tristan Thompson was, you know, a very solid piece last year. But he went to the bench once, you know, they got Kevin Love. But he was huge for them in the playoffs.
3: Right. Look at it like this, Ken. I mean, I'm not comparing him to the, the great Dennis Rodman. But if you found the Dennis Rodman caliber type player, someone that's scrappy, gets you all the boards, You know, and if it fit for what that system that you're trying to get, yeah, break them off 70 mil, 75 mil. I'll break them off, too. If if he fits that type of mold that I'm looking for in the player, yeah, I say go ahead and pay him. I have no problem with Cavaliers' expansion. He made his buck in the playoffs. When Kevin Love went out, he stepped up. He probably didn't step up offensively, but he made a lot of defensive stops, a lot of crucial rebounds for him. So it was good. I Uh, think –
4: I and think he should be a
0: double
2: double top. Yeah. But, 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 okay, okay. So, but that was with Kevin Love out. Kevin Love is coming back. Are you really willing to pay a guy 80 mil? Plus, you got Anderson job Are you really willing to, pay, not unless you're going to move, uh, I guess you're going to move him curly top, but are you really willing to pay him 80 mil just to come off the bench? That's a lot of bread, yeah, man. I'm going to tell you like this.
4: I'm going to tell you like this. Did Todd Gibson a couple years ago signed, I think it was like four years, $60 million, right? But Todd Gibson played like three years in college, so he was an older player. So you mean to tell me that where Tristan Thompson is right now, being a younger player, he is not worth fifteen? To 20 more million than Todd Gibson? Is he not Todd Gibson? And is he not a top three offensive rebounder in the NBA? You paid a man his money. He's young. All right. He's young, Ken. Now, I
0: was just looking was, at his I was,
1: situation. I was I was I was a little bit surprised. I can't lie. I mean I, and I knew I guess maybe I didn't really know how the the uh, salary I knew about the salary cap going up in two thousand seventeen. I didn't know that that meant that dudes, I thought the dudes would start getting paid, like, you know, once that time comes. I didn't realize that dudes would get, I mean, like, it's like $10 million a year for Iman Shumpert. Like, that, that just had me, you know, a Tamar, God bless Tamar who played his ass off <laughs> against, you know, the Cavs. But, I mean, $17 million for him? I mean, this guy's only made seven million dollars, and that's the most he's he's made a total of seven million dollars in his, you know, four or five years in the league. You know, God bless him. I mean, if you can make it, make it. Um, yeah, but I make was, it. I was surprised, but I guess it goes back to that old saying, man. And they, it's not what you, it's not what you're worth; is what you can negotiate. I just I didn't guess. know guys gonna get paid like this. I ain't mad at him though. I'm not mad at all three five six again six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Okay. Now <laughs> let's break it down, right? Anytime you have free agency just like we did with the draft last week, you have your winners and you have your losers. So let's start right there with the winners. FIFO, who do you think uh, and, you, and it can be more than one team? Uh, who do you think, or, or team or players, if you want, um, who do you think the winners were, who the biggest winners were in free agency thus far?
4: Okay. I'm going to tell you the biggest winner, hands down, San Antonio.
2: Man,
4: mm-hmm. look at these, 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 these boys right here, they, they reloaded. And, and, and not just for this season. They, they, they're reloaded for the future. They're, they're, they're going to still be around another 10 years, man, because Kawhi is going to continue to grow. And now he has LaMarcus to be there for the rest of his career. LaMarcus is pay okay, until so he's about 37, 38, just like Tim Duncan. He has old man game, wise young, and, 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 and David West for this year. That, that makes so much sense for them. And I think that going to be interesting, you know, also when you throw in the mixed boards, D out, because there's a lot of different lineups. I, I know Popovich is over there, man. He's salivated. He's like, yo, y'all not even ready. About what I'm about to the responsibility. So and, and then the other thing too that I love about the men is they're so stacked in the front court that now you can rest even more. Like you can give Tim Duncan even more rest now. You know, so 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 San Antonio is scary. San Antonio is scary. Um I think uh, another winner is Miami. You know there, there, there's no way that you can let the face of the franchise walk at, at no cost not when he can still contribute you know at, at some point when you know that he can't contribute or the situation there is too dire where you are clearly rebuilding you know like the celtics like the lakers so you know, miami's not rebuilding they're still a win now they they still they still and the way it can still so you know I, I like what miami did and i think cleveland um, Cleveland, because when you bring back the whole squad, man, look, you're only two games away from winning it, and and it's only going to get tougher next year. So you need all of the active bodies, and I hope they get the Joe Johnson trade done because they what? They, they need that, they need that. Um, but yeah, man, those are my winners so far. What about you, B? Uh, winners in free agency.
1: Spurs.
3: I mean, I, I know it's it's an easy choice, but it's the elephant in the room, Spurs. I mean, I told y'all about Kawhi Leonard, man. Y'all y'all didn't listen. I was like, man, that dude is that dude is, that dude is the truth. And I and I think Spurs, they they know it, man. They know they got them a future along with um, along with Mar- Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, of course, Tony Parker's on his way out, but you can find another Tony Parker. You can. They 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 got Danny Green. They got their shooting guard for some more years. So. Yeah, I think it's obvious that it's San Antonio Spurs that, that are the winners in this. I mean, they're clear-cut, clear-cut winners in this free agency so far. And you never know what else they might get. When they got David West, uh, they made him – he was able to leave $12.6 to play for veteran minimum 1.5, man. Like, yeah, y- y'all winners. Y- y'all winners. Like, flat out. So, yeah. I-, I mean, there's nothing else to say. They are the clear-cut winners. This crazy so far, man. They they, they did a thing.
1: What about you, Ken? Uh, winners and free agency.
2: Well, I, I think there there are a couple. Definitely uh, uh, the Spurs, man. When they signed David West, I mean, they they immediately jumped to the top of the pack. Um, you know, as, as NBA contenders, man. I, I I I almost feel bad for for Cleveland, you know. <laughs> because they're bringing back, they, they got August Duncan, um, you know, Manu's coming back, you know, David West coming off the bench, Kawhi Leonard, you know, can, is it can, almost like a LeBron stopper, you know, in, the, in this day and age, and there aren't many, but he won. Man, I, I feel bad for them, man, because they may not have what they need to win it again. I think Cleveland did the right thing by bringing everybody back, and signing Mo Williams, I think, was a huge uh, acquisition because they definitely needed somebody to kinda of, kinda of take the load off of Kyrie throughout the regular season. So they right. can kind of preserve him for the playoffs. Because we all know Mo Williams is going to disappear in the playoffs. But we saw we've seen last year what Kyrie Irving can do in the playoffs. So you just need to get get him there. And you have a solid offensive backup point guard who can come in, who average fourteen and and I think almost five last year, who can come in and and really, you know, keep keep things going. So uh, I I thought that was a, a really big signing. People, you're gonna have to explain Joe Johnson to me when I'm done, because I don't think I don't I don't like that deal. Um, I think the Clippers obviously losing DeAndre Jordan is, is is a big loss, so I think they're a loser. You de- look, you definitely got to bring back bring back uh, Flash to the Miami Miami Heat, man. That that would have been foolish to let him go. Um, I think that, da- you know what? I think Dallas, I think Dallas loses. I don't know if DeAndre Jordans is a 2020 guy and who's going to get him the ball the way Chris Paul did. So I'm throwing right. them on the loser side. The New York Knicks, man, they, they couldn't get any, anybody. We're going
1: gonna, we're gonna uh, we, we, we yeah, to get We're going to get the winners right
2: now. Oh, I thought we were talking about the losers. My bad. No,
1: no, no, no. All hey, right, save, so, the save the Save losers.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have more. So, so yeah, you know what? I think I think the Lakers did all right, man. I think they managed to somehow recover by getting Hibbert. Now, as I said on Twitter, can Hibbert handle Kobe? That remains to be seen. And if and and pray Russell, D'Angelo Russell is the guy. But um that that's what I have um so far, man. Those those are some of the winners that I have, you know, from from what we've seen uh in the uh in the NBA free agency.
1: I agree, man. I, I think the, the consensus is the Spurs. I mean, uh, we knew that it was a possibility that, that they could get Aldridge. I thought that was big, obviously. Um, and then they, you know, they, they traded away Splitter, um, and then they pulled off a coup by by getting David West, a guy who is, you know, like B said, leaving a lot of money on the table, uh, close to eleven million dollars on the table to come play. For for a one year deal to to chase a ring, if you will, and and keep in mind, David David West has been in the league for a long time. People forget about those years uh, that he spent in New Orleans. Um, savvy veteran who's made close to ninety million dollars throughout his career. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to assume that he doesn't need the money if he's coming to to uh, San Antonio. But the Spurs right now are loaded, man. I mean, it, it, it's. A lot of things can happen throughout the season, but, I mean, right now they, they look to be the favorite. Uh, and I, I hate knocking down the defending champions, especially when the defending champions just reloaded and they're bringing everybody back. But um, right now on paper, if, if nothing else, I think the Spurs are at the very least the, the number one contender uh, for the title. Um, but the Spurs were winners. I think Milwaukee struck gold in picking up Greg Monroe. Uh, and Greg Monroe had deals on the table from the Knicks and the Lakers, and he said, "Nah, y'all can keep that. I'm going to Milwaukee. Uh, (laughs) You know, so that goes to show you about big markets and and things of that nature. And and if you put a solid piece like Greg Monroe on that team in Milwaukee, a team that gave Chicago fits in the playoffs last year without uh, Jabari Parker, man, sky's the limit for this team. This is a team that could make that jump. You know, if they, yeah, they, they continue to play together,
3: team, they, they got, got a nice, nice little, little
1: squad, team. man. Yeah. And um, and, and Jason Kidd has turned that team around in just one year. Um, and uh, I think um, yeah, I, those are my like my two biggest winners. Um, I think I think Golden State's a winner, obviously signing Draymond, and and, and they signed Barbosa, and they got rid of, uh, they just picked up um Gerald Wallace and got rid of uh uh Lee David Lee um. So in Cleveland, Cleveland still to be able to pull off, and I'm I'm going to assume that they're going to sign Tristan Thompson, but like you said, to come, you know, to to make it to Game Six, you know, with 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 everybody injured and in in essence bring back the whole team if they can pull off this thing for Joe Johnson. I'm not really sure what's going to happen with J.R. Smith, but it looks like I mean it doesn't look like they're bringing him back, um, but who knows? I mean we still have a little bit more time left, but. uh those it seems like the teams that were on top. I think you know they they pretty much look to be the winners. Um, now conversely, let's go to the losers. Can uh, you throw out a, a few? Go ahead and, and, and run off your your list of losers,
3: if you will.
2: Well, Portland, Portland traded everybody, not. and now they they lost Aldridge. That
3: was
2: you know pick and. Pick. and, and it's, and they gave Damian Lillard all all this money, but who who's he playing with? <laughs> so now we got to see if he's really. I mean, he is that dude. Like Lillard's the truth, but it helps to have talent around you. Um, so so yeah, I I think they they lost out big time, and 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 you know what? I'm gonna throw the Clippers in there too. I don't know if they can replace a a freak like DeAndre Jordan uh, with with just anybody. You know, and and there's, you know, I, I I just don't see it. So they're gonna have to adjust the way the way they play. And of course, the Knicks didn't, didn't get any, Robin Lopez. They got Robin Lopez. Yeah, that's all they managed to do. And um and even though the Lakers came up, the Lakers kind of sit on both sides of the fence because they couldn't get anybody either, and so they had to make up and somehow managed to salvage their their free agency by got by getting Roy Hibbert. Um the 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 verdict. Still out on that, and you know, we don't know how that's gonna go. Um, and then uh, two more that I have Sacramento. I we don't know what Rondo they're gonna get, but I like the move. But if, if he fits, but we saw what Rondo did in Dallas, so that's a high risk, uh, high reward there. And um, and, and Dallas, man, you know, like I said earlier, I don't know if he's a 2020 20 guy like they promised him, you know, and, and that really remains to be seen. If if Deandre Jordan, the guy who refused to practice working the free throws, can really go in and, and and score in the post as one of the primary options, because he wants to be the number one or two guy, and we know Dirk Nowitzki is still the the man there, so DeAndre Jordan is going to be next, and then maybe Shayla Parsons. I don't know, but mm-hmm. th- that's that's those are my my losers, man. That that's that's who I am.
1: What about you, B? Your losers uh, in NBA free
2: agency. Yeah, Portland. <laughs>
3: uh, just because, just in a matter of like three days, they became a lottery team <laughs> from from <laughs> having that start from having that starting lineup and losing all of your important starting pieces. Wesley Matthews to Dallas. I forgot what Nick Patoon where he where what team he signed to. I I, I completely forgot. And then Robin Lopez Charlotte. to the Knicks. Charlotte. Okay, Robin Lopez yeah. to the Knicks. You know, it was just like, man, it was just like, just that quick. And I tweeted, I was like, and just like that, Portland is a lottery team. Because then you got you to gotta factor yeah, in. Yeah, I saw that in. tweet. Yeah, then then you got to factor in that they're in the West, you know. So it was just like, man, them dudes are not going to make no noise. I know Damian Lillard is like, what the hell? So it's like, they pretty much starting over from scratch at that point, like, Man, poor, poor Damian Litter. I mean, not really poor because he you know, he, he better get a lot of bread. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, but still, but still, it's like now nah, you you going you might be like a, a you know a thirty thirty two thirty three winning season type of you know you, you might have a thirty uh, win season. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like ah, uh, but yeah, them them are my losers. I mean, you can say Knicks too. Knicks was losing. <laughs> Knicks are they just been losing the past couple of years? They just been losing. Um, who else? I think that's it. Yeah, Dallas, yeah, I mean, yeah, they dumped him pretty much their whole guard. It was like I think I think DeAndre Jordan is about to get the Sean Marion exposure because <laughs> you remember when Sean <laughs> Marion was with remember when Shawn right. Marion was with Steve Nash in, in Phoenix in the years and he was an all star. He was he was just, he looked good. He looked good with Steve Nash. So when he went to another team with no with no elite point guard. I mean, we haven't heard of Sean Marion ever since then. He had, and I and I think it's about to be the same way with DeAndre Jordan. I think he's I think he's about to get the Sean Marion exposure <laughs> a little bit. You know I mean I, I ain't hating on him for getting his bread, but yeah, I I don't know why you think you can be the man where you don't you're not even the type of player where you can just dump it down and get and get buckets like that, DeAndre Jordan. You are a you are a defensive specialist. You know, you're known for being a defensive specialist. so you want to be the man, I mean he going he to miss CP3, though, once he's over there with uh, Devin Harris. He, he's going he's gonna to miss him. I'll I t- I tell you that. so, But, yeah, I, I would say Blazers just because I just saw that unfold, and I was just like, man, that is like super loser. You go, from, you go from almost being on the cusp of being one of the elite Western Conference teams to a lottery team just in a matter of days.
1: Oh yeah, that man. It was it was bad. It was it was really bad. (laughs) What about you, Ken? Uh, Losers in free agency. People. People.
5: People.
4: Yeah, um, losers. I think one of the biggest losers are the Clippers because Ken's a hundred percent right. DeAndre was in my top five centers for a reason because what he does, it is difficult to replace. Um, and I think he, I don't think he could be the number one guy because if you're the number one guy, that means you can score in multiple ways. But in right. Dallas, I think he can be the number two guy because what dirt brings to the floor, that, that extreme amount of spacing. Um, so, and, and I don't think that he needs, if, with Rick Carlisle, I don't think that they need an elite point guard, but they need somebody better than Devin Harris. There are talks about, you know, trying to get Jeremy Lin. I'm not saying that Jeremy is the answer, but he is a problem. Jeremy
5: Land. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Jeremy listen, Land. man.
4: I didn't say he's the answer. I know. I'm, I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm picking pop. with you. Yeah, just be a mention of his but, name is you know, funny, though. But no. Yeah, of course. And, 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 and the thing is, I think he does have 2010 talent, but it's not gonna be dump it down, get him the ball. No, no, no. His, his 20 points right. are gonna be
3: different.
4: They're gonna. That's what I'm today. saying. And,
3: you think you think he can be a number two guy over Dirt and Chandler Parsons?
4: No, 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 no. I think Dirk is still your number one guy. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, in, 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 in most instances, it's going to be, you know, Chandler Parsons because, because he can create off the dribble. But what I'm saying is is the way that they involve them in pick and roll, I just think that he's gonna be more more of a factor in that. You know, and and, and it's just to be seen what Rick Carlisle is gonna do. Like let's let's be this guy's a championship coach. This guy knows what he's doing. So, you know, like let's let's see it first. You know, because at the end of the day, we all say that DeAndre Jordan has talent. Um, my other loser is um man, I'm forgetting everything tonight. Um
5: That's how, I start. it,
4: huh? <laughs> said that's
5: how it starts. <laughs> yeah,
4: man. Man, yeah, I, I I just I've been dealing with a lot lately. But um can name me the uh, some of your other losers.
3: You're not gonna name Portland?
4: Portland is really loser. They lost the whole Oh, last. Portland. That's what I
3: want to talk about. Portland. Portland. <laughs> Portland.
4: Yeah, they, they lost. They're losers, but they're not the worst off. Because they did pull off that Mason Plummy trade. They got some picks. They got some things. And it is full rebuild mode, but Damian Lillard is still young. He is a max player, so you pay him. And you have a cornerstone and yeah, you're gonna be a lottery team, but what if you get one of these Jaleel Okafors or something like that? Then you're right back at it. You know what I'm saying? Dame is gonna be here for a long time. You get a guy like that, or a Carl Anthony Towns, or I don't know who's coming out, next but as you of right one. now,
3: as of right now, they're losers. I'm, I'm we're talking about like right now. I feel <laughs> <they're> not, <laughs> losing, We're not
5: we're not talking about
3: what, what could happen, but they're losers right now.
5: I agree.
1: <laughs> oh man, um, my my losers, man. I got I got the Mavs because I just I, I don't don't get me wrong. I, and and I I I heard a lot of the rumblings around DeAndre Jordan as to why he did not go back to uh, Sac, not Sacramento uh, to the Clippers. Um, it just I, on the out from the outside looking in. Of course, I don't know him. I don't know his situation. It it sounded real petty, and and I know. A lot of this free agency stuff—it's about guys wanting to be courted, almost like a woman who wants—you know, she wants to be dated, and she wants to be, you know, taken out, and you open the door, and all of the good stuff, right? I mean, every woman wants that. So, I—and I hate to equate dating to basketball—but I'm just follow me on this. I think that's where <laughs> part of the free agency comes in, where these guys, because look at Lamarck is a situation, where he took a meeting with the Lakers. He was scheduled to take a meeting with the Knicks didn't even meet with the Knicks, but he took a meeting with the Lakers. Kobe shows up the meeting doesn't go well. something happens. he leaves, and then they grant then they grant him another meeting with the Lakers again, you know, like a couple of days later after the word gets out that it was that the meeting went horrible because they they try to pitch him on all of this stuff about you know being in LA and and this and that and they don't even know that the man has a house in LA already. He already lives in LA. So you, you know you you have to kind of figure out who you're selling to and what 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 the sticking point is. Um that being said, I think the Mavs lost out on on DeAndre Jordan. I, I, they they promised him that they're going to run the offense through him. It's going to be his team after Dirk shuts it down. <laughs> hey, have at it, man. I just that I don't see cuz I don't See that in his game. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Um, Kings. I think the Kings lost. Uh, I'm not really running out to go sign West Matthews to a whole bunch of money when the guy's coming off an Achilles tear. I, I just uh, ruptured Achilles at that. Um, that's a hard injury. You, you'd rather have both of your ACLs go out before you uh, try to rehab an Achilles tendon. Um, obviously, like B said, the Blazers. Man, I mean, I. I feel for Dame Lillard because he's, I, I, like, I don't, know anybody, <laughs> I don't know anybody else in that team who is, you know, starter capability. So um, they're really starting over from scratch. And I think, obviously, the Lakers and the Knicks. Um, and, and I think they, they made some moves. I don't understand the Hibbert move because I don't know how Hibbert necessarily fits in L.A. And Ken, Ken made a good point. Um, I don't know about Hibbert and Kobe. Uh, <laughs> that might be, you know, if, if Hibbert was, you know, sensitive playing with Paul George, he's really going to get his feelings hurt playing with Kobe. Um, I, I just think what's, what's unfortunate about those two teams is that they had a lot of money to spend and nobody goes there. You know, no no big name for it. They entertain, you know, but, you know, they, they, they're, they're a fine girl who, who can't get a prom date, you know, so they're going stag. <laughs> it looks like every be going every, to every fine girl. Love. No,
4: no, no, Kyle. Every fine girl gets a date. The problem is New York and L A are not fine no more. They're the ugly uh, chick in the corner that doesn't get a date, and they go there, Dolo. But what you, you talk about
1: it. They, la- they think that they're the fine girl. They they think that. That's the problem. And I think they're trying to sell them on the nostalgia. And I mean, like. And we just talked about it earlier. I mean, look at a guy like Greg Monroe who who could help turn both of those franchises around. I mean, he's not a centerpiece, he's a great piece to add to the puzzle. But he had money on the table from both franchises and he said, you know what? No, I'm gonna go to Milwaukee. I mean Yeah because they're further along in
3: their rebuild.
4: But they're further along in their rebuild. Exactly. They have to rebuild. They just have to change their ideology.
1: I think one of the things that that really that we've seen, and and I got to give LeBron credit for this. I think more often than not, what we're seeing is players buying into the idea of winning, and not necessarily just you know being about the money. Like guys, they, they want their money, but they also want to go someplace where they can win. You know, they they don't you know they they will sacrifice certain things to win because everybody wants to win, and you know I, I I don't have any problem with anybody wanting to win. I don't have any problem at all. Uh, the phone number to call in, 646 Again, 646 We've got a few phone calls waiting. Let's jump to the phone lines. Let's go to area code 410. 410, you're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's
7: good, fellas. It's A.J. from Baltimore.
1: A.J., what's going on, man? Uh, what's
7: up, A.J.? I'm good, man. I'm good. It was good to hear from y'all, man. It's been a real wild. It's been a real wild days in, in the sports world, man. You got ESPN reporters arguing each other on Twitter. You got people dragging.
3: Man, messages, what,
0: about
3: man. what happened? What you who
2: talk- arguing on Twitter? What? Bomani Jones and uh... hey, Chris Rouchard. Chris Broussard. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: And
7: this all started. Like I'm, I'm not trying to be like a gossip, but this shit is hilarious. Like this shit all started because. First off, y'all, why wow, this is even news? Well, oh, who cares? But apparently Russell Wilson is dating uh, some R&B chick, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, from Atlanta, down there from y'all is at. And, you know, apparently he not hitting us. Like, he wants to wake up and get married. So then Bumani Jones kind of went on, on him for that, saying, you know, it's silly and it's dumb. So then Chris Broussard, being the religious guy he is, comes out on his Reverend Lovejoy getting at Bumani Jones saying, you know, you owe Christians an apology. <laughs> then Bumani Jones went back, and it was just back and forth, back and forth. I just don't get it because both of these work in the same building. Like, these guys yeah, were in the exact Chris, same building.
2: It, yeah, Chris Broussard was upset because Bumani Jones said that practicing afterness or waiting until you're married was stupid. And he felt insulted by that, and he felt like he should be the champion for all Christians. And, um, and and go out there and, and and defend every you know defend Christians and and it even got to the point where it was Muslims and Jews all on Twitter. So and so Tebow. yeah, and Tebow. yeah, he put on this cape, man, and he he went to work. And Bom- Bomani Jones, man, he he's not having it, man, and and uh, he just, he just he he just missed. Rasul was trying to have this this and this debate. You know, with him, and it was all nice and and polite and Christian-like. And Chris, man, if you guys follow bumani Jones, he don't have any 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 time for the nonsense. He entertained it a little bit, then he was like, "Yo, I'm out," <laughs> and that was it. It was a wrap. Wild stuff. Of, of all things, you arguing over uh, Sierra and and Russell Wilson' decision not to have sex. Right. Wow. Welcome to Thank 2015. You.
7: Crazy, crazy, man! It's just, it's just all kinds of shit, and we got the Cosby shit coming up, and it's just, oh man! But you know, man, I got two very, very important uh, issues I want to bring up with y'all. What you
6: got for us tonight?
7: Well, I'll get this from a bit more positive, and this shit really just brings me up, man. Like, Kyle, you kind of mentioned it earlier. You know, as far as DeAndre's reasons for wanting to leave. You know, apparently, Cuban kind of whined and donned him, told him you will get a bigger part of the offense, and blah, blah, blah. The main reason that they're putting out for not reporting, or they're not confirming, is that basically he had a problem with Chris Paul, and, you know, he was upset at the way he would talk to him, and he got mad at him for getting at him at practice, and, you know, and then Paul's name kind of got dragged to the mud. You know, this is that in. Sports, but I know hip-hop. Did y'all do the hip hop. you any did y'all see what the even Staple said about Chris Paul? Just completely drained <laughs> your name through the mud. He even threatened to get the, the he even threatened to get the little B curse on him, which is just horrible. A horrible thing to do. Actually, ask little B to put the curse on him. But yeah, man, like like this shit is just really starting to bother me because like Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face for not you know for for for, for uh, I guess for a lack of effort or whatever at practice or just some shit that he didn't like. And yeah, he apologized, but, you know, like, what's wrong with holding motherfuckers accountable? Like, I feel like the league right. nowadays is just full of soft motherfuckers and niggas who are sensitive as hell, man. Like, if I'm on a team and I'm 30-plus years old and I'm busting my ass and I'm trying to win a championship, because Chris Paul, if I'm correct, he into been to a conference finals before. And I see all these other dudes around me winning and I'm sick of it. And then I see another guy on my team who it's not only, like, you know, just a guy, but one of our centerpieces and uh, other world talent, you know, and it, it, we, we know you shoot bad free throws. You're, like, in the low 40s. But you're not sad to practice to shoot them. You're not working on your, you know, on your stroke. Like, you're not just practicing and not getting your face about it. Like, how, how is that? Like, why is Chris Paul the villain for that? I just, I just don't understand it when – we pray night for punching dudes in the face for not doing their shit or getting on their shit. I, I, just, right. I don't understand it, man. It's confusing.
1: I I think it's just a different day and time, man. I, I think – and you made some great points, man, AJ. I think it's just – it's a different day and time. And these athletes, the athletes of today and maybe the athletes that we saw coming up are they're just two different generations. I think – I think it was FIFO said this a couple of weeks ago, and we talking about Kobe, saying like he's the last, he's the last of the Mohicans. He's the last of that, you know, of that, of that ilk of those kind of players that were just, you know, he and, and Garnett and Paul Pierce, like those guys yep. are being ushered. Like these guys here, they're just they're different, man, and and I don't. I can't necessarily say like they're terrible or whatever. I mean, that's just how they grew up. They've been, you know, catered to and, and courted their whole lives, and you know, for some of them, unfortunately, you know, first time they're, they're told no, they're an adult. You know, if, if the first time somebody tells you no, and you're an adult, you know, something's wrong. You know, but it's, but I, I don't know that. And, and here's the thing: if, if Chris Paul was that bad of a guy, I don't think. I mean. Is Chris Paul demanding? He should be. Most point guards are. I don't know a point guard that's passive. You know, um, yeah, we got two point guards on the phone right now. They're not passive at all. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 running away from that, I mean, he's going to get that in in, in, in Dallas. Uh, Rick Carlisle is, is hard on his players. He, he, he gets the most out of them. You know, Cuban is an owner that sits at the end of the bench that butts in. I mean, I don't know what DeAndre Jordan was running from other than the responsibility that he probably should take up with, you know, Chris Paul.
7: It's crazy, man. Like, I, it must have been bad for you to go from a team with a, you know, a perennial top five point guard to a team that just lost its starting point guard. We didn't really to right. be there in the first place, but, you know, that's besides the point. I, I don't know what was going on, but I'm just sick of DJ and Chris Paul and Anthony, the mother like he ain't one of the best point guards in the game today. You know, do like barely six foot, locking down Kevin Durant. I've never seen yep. that before in my life.
1: He did it. He did it. But yeah, hey, man, man, as always, man, we definitely appreciate you for calling in, man. We definitely appreciate the love, AJ. No problem, man.
7: I can't wait till I get to that Florida State shit. That shit is crazy. Nah. Yeah, we. Yeah,
1: we. we I haven't heard today, about man. that. Got, you, oh, you had heard about that?
7: Yeah, I wanted to bring nah. like, like that up. Oh, was, man that's that, oh, that, that crazy, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, we, we're we going to definitely try to get to that before the end of the show.
7: Yeah, man, I hope you all do, man. It's unfortunate. You know, it's sad. Man. Another young black brother probably just lost his interest at the NFL. You know, it should have happened, but it's just it's just sad all around.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Like I said, as always, man, we definitely appreciate the love, man.
7: All right, fellas, so take it easy. It'll be your work.
1: Peace. Phone number AJ calls six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Right now let's jump back to the phone lines. Let's go to the six man, our boy Q Q, what up? Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up,
6: Q, it was good, it good, it good, good. good everybody's fine. I didn't get right to it, man. I was talking about uh the winners and losers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so let me let me preface this. I I was watching the moves happening over the weekend and, you know, over the course of the week. And I'm thinking to myself, I really don't like the Lakers fans, and I don't like the Knicks fans. Like, I just don't like those franchises. And it was music to my ears, man, to just, just hear the despair in the fans' voices, man. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, that's hate. I can't even lie. Because... They have such an arrogance about them, and the Knicks fans don't deserve to have that because at least L.A. got the championships. At least they got multiple. And the Knicks fans will say, oh, man, look, we, we're we from New York, and we have the culture. You had a culture back in the 1970s and the 90s, and you didn't have none in the 2000s. You had one player. The Lakers... They're a different story, but they get on my nerves, too. And the reason why I was very happy with how free agency panned out is because it proves one thing. I always talk to Lakers fans, I always talk to Knicks fans, and they will always tell me that, oh, man, our franchises and our history will lure free agents in this day and age. And I always tell them that that's not the truth. Location does not matter anymore to players. What What matters is three things. You have to ask yourself three questions before signing a contract. Number one, can I win here? Number two, is that money right? Number three, is the team strong? And if you can answer all three of them questions with yes, then you're going to sign anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. We saw Greg Monroe sign with the Milwaukee Bucks over the Knicks and the Lakers who also offered max deals. So it's not like they were just, you know, playing, hey, come through because we're the Knicks and we're the Lakers. They actually offered him that money too. So he saw that the Bucks had like Carter Williams, the Rain Rookie of the Year two years ago, uh, Jabari Parker. They had Giannis. They have um, the dude they that have, people uh, put me up on. That yeah, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. No, not him. And the
3: other, the other guy, he's like six eleven and like a small forward, like he's thick, lanky guy. People know what I'm talking about. Anthony Cool. I
6: mean, yeah, Giannis. Name? Giannis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they have Giannis. He's gonna be a monster. Then now they have Monroe. That's a solid five. Monroe's not the best on defense, but I think Kidd will teach him that. So just you know, my winners. First off, are Spurs, Bucks, of course, the Wizards, yeah. and Charlotte. Low key. I like those moves that they made. Like, I do like the fact that Batum is there. I like the fact that they shipped off Noah Vonley for uh, Rondae Hollis-Jefferson, I think, or is he on, or is he on the uh, net? Uh, they got, you know, the Kaminsky pick. I think they had a pretty solid season to solidify what they were building on two years ago before that last trade. They unloaded, or they unloaded that contract. So I think Jordan has made some moves that was very, very good. And my last one, my last winner, man, y'all already know who I'm going to say the Sixers, man. Dude. Like, people sleeping on this I move that Do you want me to tell you why? Right. I'm going to tell you exactly why, bro. The Sixers won their free agency. They ain't win in in the game that everyone else thinks. They won in their process because they robbed the Sacramento <laughs> Kings bond. They literally robbed the Sacramento Kings. They got three players. They have Nick Stauskas, they got Jason Thompson, and they got some other scrub, right? They got two pick swaps in 2019, and they have a top ten protected pick this year that will convey. And guess what we gave up? We didn't mm-hmm. give up nothing. All, all we did was take on those three players. And we have about $40 million in cap space, and the cap goes up next year. So let me tell you what that means for us. Those two pick swaps in 2017, 2018, that means that if the Sixers, you know, strike gold with these lottery picks that they have coming up this year and next year, and the Kings suck and they win the lottery and we have a lower pick than them, Sam Hickey's going to switch those picks and we get the lottery pick that's higher or they get the pick that's lower. It doesn't matter. It's a win-win situation. You get a chance to see what Nick Stauskas can do because apparently there were sources saying that Boogie Cousins did not like Nick Stauskas. He was hard on him in, in practice. You know, he was kind of a bully to him. And, you know, that's probably another reason why George Carl is trying to get him out out of there. But you all have to – I really think that y'all need to realize that Sam Hinkie just pulled off probably one of the best trades I've seen in, like, the last, like, last couple of years. And I really can't believe the league didn't veto it because we didn't give up anything. We got all them picks. We got yeah. three players, a lottery a lottery pick who is one year removed from being top ten pick in the, in the draft. And you trade them to the Sixers for nothing. And
2: that
6: seems like some collusion stuff. And just off off rip, off rip losers. The Lakers, Portland, Clippers, Mavs, Kings. DeAndre Jordan is stupid. DeAndre Jordan is so stupid. Um like DeAndre Jordan, he's dumb for going to Dallas. I I will say this right now, he yeah. will forever regret going to Dallas because he's not a one. He doesn't have post moves. What is it? What what is DeAndre Jordan's bread and butter? It's defense. Right. And it's and getting dunks. Yep. He's basically a a less smarter version of Bill Russell. Yep. And Dang. he thinks that he's going to go to Dallas and dream shake people. Like, no, like, oh, you can barely make free throws, and you don't have the ambition to want to work on those free throws, apparently, because Chris Paul's on your back every three seconds, and you get mad when Chris Paul says you need to work on your free throws? Come on now. The Lakers lost. They didn't get nobody, and they are so mediocre now that their top ten pick is going to land outside of the top three. You know who's going to get that pick? Just take one guess who's Philly. going to get that pick. Philly. Philly's going to get that pick. Portland, they lost the yeah, entire Philly, starting five. Just draft the center. It don't matter because we're going to have four. We're going to have four picks. We're going to have four picks. <sighs> we're going to have four picks in the top ten. Bro. It's, it's going to be real. Portland, they lost their entire. You know, they lost their entire wow. team, man. Yeah. And I, you know, I just want to touch on that because like, they said I was talking to a Portland fan, and he was telling me that the inside sources on that team are trying to make it more guard oriented, and they gave Damian Lillard all that money because apparently the GM, the front office, sees Kobe-like potential, and I mean, that's a quote. They they see Kobe-like potential in Damian Lillard, and. Can I tell you, I think they overpaid him by probably $20 million, maybe $30 million. I don't think he's a $120 million player. I think he's max, but he's not that type of player. Too close to AD money for me. And they just lost their entire team. The Mavs, they just paid Wesley Mavs, coming off of an injury with the Achilles, and that has brought down so many people's careers in a matter of a second. So I don't understand how you do that. And the Kings just made some mediocre moves. You bring in. Three person out. First of all, you have Boogie, you have Rondo, and then you have Rudy Gay. That's going to be funny to watch. <laughs> that's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's my it. take on free agency. That's my take it's on free gonna
1: be, agency. Going to be a lot of cuts in at practice.
6: Hey man, oh as God. always, man,
1: we thank, definitely appreciate you for calling in, brother.
6: All right, man. Y'all be good. We'll See be y'all, y'all tomorrow week. Wednesday.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We get it on tomorrow. Peace. Me and you.
6: Yep.
1: am yep. Three. Peace. Dang.
2: Huh? I got that, that dream dream cases in in where in, in my volume stuff going off, man. Three. <laughs> you and Q. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you uh missed it, uh, me and Q are doing a show tomorrow night on my show, uh Hip Hop Volume Three, a little little past the present, uh hip hop chop just yeah, Q Q is very fascinating when it comes to, like, he, he puts me on to these young rappers that I've never heard of, like Bankroll Fresh. I think the name is dope as hell, but I'm probably not going to sit around and listen to nobody named Bankroll Fresh. But that's another story He's for from another
2: Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, is he? Uh, I, yeah, I believe so if, you, so. if you get a chance,
1: man, check out the show, call in and chop it up with us tomorrow night from 9 to 11 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um Let's see, we got another four. David David
5: Lee to the Celtics. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah David him. Lee to the Celtics for uh Gerald Wallace. For Gerald yeah. Wallace. Yeah, that's a nice little move. Well they I think they they said that, that he was going he was on his way out. Um they meaning David Lee. They knew they were gonna trade him right after the finals. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to area code seven seven four. Seven seven four on with dead end sports. Which name where you calling from? What up, Kyle? What up, Ken? What up, B? All right, what's B- going B- on, phone? man?
8: Hey, what's up? What's up? Well, no, I'm just chilling, man. Just listening. Uh, first and foremost, that disrespect to Bill Russell is unforgivable.
2: I <laughs> I, I, I know, man. I it, it, yeah, Keep god you on my nerves with that shit. <laughs> damn.
1: And you, remember, god wasn't
2: it <laughs> last week? she was
1: disrespecting to Bill Russell after the show. Oh yeah, and then god, he yeah, come yeah, on the yeah, show and
2: another
0: shot.
8: Yeah, man. I oh my god. Oh my god. That pissed me off so
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> you. What you got for us tonight, man?
8: <laughs> Tomorrow night. Uh, <laughs> um, winners and losers. Actually, I, I agree mostly for the most part, but De- DeAndre Jordan, I actually found this when I was looking all through free agency. There's a tweet that about why he left officially. He had concerns about the Clippers' rosters in the future, and with only two years on Blake Steele, he didn't want to get, quote unquote, stuck. What? <laughs> he didn't want to be stuck. <laughs> That's, why. That's why. Yeah. Two years left on Blake Steele, okay. and he didn't want to get stuck.
2: So you go to Dallas with the aging Dirt Nevisky, who looked the shell of himself last year, no point guard. You wanted Wesley. to be the guy. You have two years to compete for a championship, if Blake leaves, you become the guy. How does this – and they would have paid you more money and offered you five years. How does that mm-hmm. make sense?
8: Plus, they were going to give you $109 million for five years, not four. They're going to give you more money per year. You're going to get Chris Paul in a system where you're going to feed him and look like an all-star. I, he wanted to be a superstar. You think he got it. I told you, Cuban swindled them.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this play out. He's gonna, he's gonna be, he's gonna gonna be on Wesley
8: Matthews, Wesley Matthews, Dirk, uh, Chandler Parsons, and your point guard is either gonna be Devin Harris J- or JJ
1: Barea since he decided to stay after all.
8: Yeah, I think he's trying to leave too. No, he, he signed a deal I saw with I something Dallas. about was... JJ
1: Barea signing today. I'm not sure. I, that I could be mm-hmm. wrong.
8: He did, he did. He w- Miami, oh, he we did. Were, they weren't talk seriously for a while, but then he's, all of a sudden, since DeAndre came, he's like, oh hold up, I'm going to stay. And he signed a deal with Ma- with the Mavericks again. So, mm-hmm. that's who he's got. But, moving on. I, I swear, cleveland got to be getting some help. I don't think Dan Gilbert got all this money. I think LeBron's helping <laughs> with their luxury tax this season. It's stupid amounts of cash. Kevin Love made out like a bandit. A hundred and ten million?
3: Hey man, he
5: that's what, the, that's
1: what the market bears? That's
5: crazy.
1: I, I was I was a little surprised that Kevin Love went as long as it with a five year deal. I thought maybe he'd do a two year deal. But um I think those guys think are pretty the you know, they're pretty set knowing that LeBron is gonna stick around. He's gonna hold Dan and give his feet to the fire. But you know, Le- LeBron is you know because I I just don't see LeBron leaving. So I'm no. I wasn't surprised yeah, that, that he, he up. I was surprised that he did for so for as many years as he did.
2: I wasn't. He owed them, man. They they traded the number one pick, and and what else is he got, Is he realistically going to get that money after, after the shoulder after the season he had in Cleveland where his numbers were down? You know, in, 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 in Minnesota, he mm-hmm. looked like a Mets guy. He still has max guy talent, just probably not in Cleveland, so you got to pay him. Think think about this, and I think people may have pointed this out to me. What if somebody gets hurt? Who are they going to go to? They're going to go to Kevin Love, and we know what he we, – we've seen what he can't do. His resume is official. So, you know, he he's just playing in a new system in Cleveland. I, I, th- you know, I think he's a match guy. Give it to him.
1: And yeah, I, th- I thought that was before. interesting because, remember, during the season, Blatt said, and of course, now, Blatt doesn't make any personnel decisions, No, but he said that Kevin Love wasn't a max guy, and here it is, yep. he's maxed out, uh, uh, Kyrie is uh, maxed out, Le- LeBron is going to get a mega, com- well, he's, he's going to sign a one-year deal, mm-hmm. um, still not done on Tristan Thompson's deal yet, and LeBron... LeBron, and here's the thing for those of you listening that's unaware, LeBron and Tristan Thompson share the same agent, Rich Paul, uh, who was also one of LeBron's boys. Um, LeBron LeBron said, basically, in essence, I'm not signing my deal until after Tristan Thompson signs his deal. And LeBron, if you remember correctly, LeBron was campaigning for Tristan Thompson to have a long-term deal and said, quote, he needed to be a calf for life. So, LeBron's basically saying, "Look, man, I'm not doing anything until y'all. Once everybody's taken care of, hey, now I'll sign on the dotted
2: line." So you know what? I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with him pushing for a guy that he's making money off well, making money off of to get a deal. But I also look at it this way: this is LeBron's payback. He's hitting Dan Gilbert where it's going to hurt him for quite a few number of years in the luxury tax, and he has Dan Gilbert by his balls, and and Danny Boy is going to do whatever he can to keep him around because he saw how much money he lost. If if you really think about that for a minute, LeBron low key could be could be. Paying Dan Gilbert back for that letter, of course.
1: People. You 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 didn't think that that was the case? I I I could see that from a mile
2: away. I didn't see it until until just now.
1: Yeah, he, he's got him. He he's he's got him by the balls, man. I mean, it's not it's not anything intentional, but you know,
6: it's you know, it it, it's, it's, it, it is it's a sperm
1: lover. Spurn. Uh, it's intentional. I, it's I the burn lover, and you know, you you mess, with, you fool around, you you make it draw, you know, like like Kobe. Kobe got caught out there, and then what he had, what he end up doing? Buying his wife for like a five million dollar diamond ring, you know, he had to pay, you know. So I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I it, it remains to be seen how that's going to play out. But I mean, he he's definitely holding his feet to the fire. Uh, you got anything else for us tonight, Ryan?
5: Uh Yeah, uh,
8: Celtics finally making some moves. David Lee's a good move.
1: Yeah.
8: Yep. Uh, get rid of the Gerald Wallace, and they're also going to package up either – it's probably going to be Chris Babb, the European player, because they have to use his rights to get rid of some of that space so they can afford his contract. And But there's a lot of talk about Danny since he's been so quiet since uh, Tobias stayed in Orlando. Um, right. There's a, a lot of talk about moving more players, especially because, again, you said the roster might look completely different, he said, back in at the end of the playoffs, but a lot of guards, I think, are going to get packaged up, because the big men have been cut down a little bit, Bass going to the Lakers. Uh, we got Amir Johnson. we got... It's either going to be Olenek,
1: I'm hoping Zeller,
8: and maybe Evan Turner, I'd hope. That, but just to help reduce like the logjam, because the players... Those players are more dependable, but let's see what happens. But right, they're, they're definitely not a loser compared to a lot of other teams. Down? <laughs> that down going
1: to be fun. No, def- definitely not losers. <laughs> definitely not losers. That down. Celtics so, so are they're, they're moving in the right direction, and they still have a lot of picks. So, um oh, yeah. they have someone in, in in Danny Ainge who's competent. I mean, keep in mind the Celtics uh, this past season was an eight seed. So you know yep. there's no way to go put up and in, and you're in the east so you <laughs> it, it and you guys tell me if i'm wrong it just it doesn't seem like it's just cleveland and then there's a then there's a drop off from like 2 through 8 at least on paper for what we have going into next year cuz cleveland seems to, i mean obviously cleveland has to be healthy but Miami. healthy cleveland mm-hmm. has a they they almost seem to have a clear cut path to the finals I mean of course nothing nothing's ever etched in stone but it's just that's the way it looks to me
8: let's mm-hmm. see how Atlanta looks but Miami's going to be a force now they're, they're, they're much they're going to be a dark horse team they got white side yeah, yeah, back is back, yeah, now, Bosch is back now, so they're going to uh, have that front court
1: I want to throw something at Ken real quick hey as always man Ryan we definitely appreciate the call man we definitely appreciate the love brother
8: Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on.
1: Peace. Peace. Phone number Ryan calls six four six four seven eight zero three five six. I got a quick question for you, Kent uh, D. Wade, man. Uh, one year, twenty million dollars. We we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, we actually thought you were going to break the news that D. Wade was coming back, since you know, since you guys are so close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what? After all of the the pandering and the the public. What, why do you think they ultimately came, both sides you know, kind of came to their senses and made this deal happen? Because I, I, I said it last week, I, personally I couldn't see D. Wade playing for another team. Uh, I, I know, you you, know you, you you follow D. Wade and, and, and you know that whole team. Why, why do you think this deal got done as quickly as it got done for the amount that it got done?
2: Well, you just said it, D-Wade, they, they didn't want to see D-Wade play for another team, and, and um, I think it's one of those deals where they did it for, for the city and for everything he's done for that organization. It's almost like it, it's really the, the Kobe deal um, all over again, you know, and, and the only thing is Wade just has to, to not um, get seriously injured the way Kobe did and make that deal look like a bad deal. Because we didn't see, you know, we needed a chance to see what Kobe could have done, you know, you know, with the amount of money that he made. But um, at some point, man, you have to take care of players that have meant a lot to your organization. Um, he did put up three banners, and uh, he he has sacrificed and taken less money when when asked. And now it was time for them to kind of pay that back. And and I commend Pat Riley. For, for doing so, and, and I think that they've actually had a chance to sit down and, and talk about the future uh, and, you know, what what Pat Raleigh's planning on doing in his pursuit of, of Kevin Durant, and um, that's why they did this one-year one, one year deal, and I think it also afforded Raleigh and the Heat organization, McGarrison, a chance to really evaluate Wade as well. I mean, you know, we, we've seen his his health issues is well-documented, um, and, and it all started really when they went on that 27 win streak because Wade mm-hmm. needed rest in, but um, he, he chose to go for the record, and, and it ended up, you know, really affecting how people even look at him. People forget who this guy is and what this guy can do, and it's, it, it's so disrespectful when, when I hear, um, you know, people talk about him, and the only thing they can really talk about is health, and granted that's valid, but when the guy's on the court, he he's the best player on the Heat orga, Heat that Heat franchise. You know he's he he can easily be a top ten player in the NBA when he's on the court. You know, and I know everybody talking about when and if, and you only affect if you're on the court. Yeah, I get all that, but the fact of the matter is, man, we're talking about the uh, top three shooting guard of of all time in the NBA, in Dwayne Wade, and you know. We all know what he can do, so give him his money, give him the money that, that he sacrificed. You both can evaluate each other, so this is kind of like you know, you know, we're just gonna fill each other out, you know, and, and come back next year and see what happens. And and if you ask me, I think Re- Wade is really risking a lot, but he's, as they like to say now, betting on himself, and he's betting that he can he can play and, and play a good number of games this year. Because if he goes down and he misses a, a couple of, you know, a, a lot of games, he's going to affect how much he can make next year. And, um, and and I think he played enough to get paid this year. If he goes down and miss half the season, then you know I might have to reevaluate that decision. But um, but right now, get him his money. You know, um, he sacrificed. He took a pay cut. Give him his money. Let him play it out, and then come back next year and and see what you guys can do to. Continue to win, you know, as an organization. I prefer to see him retire as as a Heat player. I don't want to see him go anywhere else. Um, I think that would be kind of painful to watch. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Jordan, Jordan in the Wizards uniform. We don't, right. we don't want to see that. So, um, so yeah, man. I, I think this was just both team, both parties, just agreeing to to do what's right for the team. And um, and then I think we'll come back next year and, and, and see what happens.
1: No doubt, no doubt. There it is. Phone number to call in, 646 478 Again, 646 478 I want to get in some Summer League talk before we jump back to the phone lines. Uh, Summer League, FIFO, have, have you had a chance to, to check out any, any of the Summer League action? And if so, uh, who has stood out to you thus far? How you going to
4: give me the standard greeting when I put everybody on the summer league? How you going to do that <laughs> to me,
5: Kyle? I just want to know
4: man. of course I've been watching summer league, man. That's I how I know what I know when I
5: know it.
4: No, nah, man, that's how I know what I know when I know it, man, because I've been watching that summer league, yo.
1: Who, who stood out to you thus far?
0: Man, Jaleel looked like a number one pick to me. Right,
4: that's all I'm going to say. He looked like a number one pick when I just watched him play the other night against Utah. But the the guy that has really stood out to me is Stanley Johnson, man. Because there's a thing about basketball players that translates, regardless if you're the NBA, high school, middle school, it's pace. Nobody has been able to really see speed him up. He plays at his own pace, and he's been super efficient. One game I think he he scored into the teams but only shot five and made four. There was one night where he went 10 out of 14 for 20-some points. You know, like, he's been extremely efficient, and I like that. And he's tough. He's really tough, and he's NBA body ready. And I'll tell you this, um, who, who, who's that two guard from
3: Georgia that, that, that Detroit got beat? Uh, KCP. Contavious, uh, Colbert. yeah, Caldwell
4: Paul, yeah, and yeah. you better watch out, man. You better watch out because Stanley coming, and 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 I think I'm, look, I I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet,
5: but Stanley's no, I think um, I think Stanley
3: gonna be I think Stanley gonna be small and KCP the two.
5: So you are gonna mm. have
3: both of them in line lineup. I, I I I
4: yo, I like Stanley. I really like Stanley. Um, this is what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been balling, though. He's been balling. And you know what, man? Kaminsky, I had questions, and I still have questions about his defense. But offensively, he could play at the NBA level. He could play. There's there's a place for Frank the Tank in the NBA. There's definitely a place for him. I I still want to see him against the NBA bigs, though, because these bigs, they're not NBA bigs. They're a little bit more athletic, but Frank is so skillful that he can overcome that But he hasn't played against elite athleticism yet. Uh, you know, like I want to see him play against Aaron Gordon. I'll tell you, that boy Aaron Gordon, ready, man. I- I'm telling you, he is the reincarnation yeah, yeah, of Blake. he good. good. He is Blake 2.0. He is ready to play this year. I- I'm telling you, I-, I liked him when he came out. He is ready. Um, who else? Justice Winslow has been solid. I like him. Um I don't know I don't know I have been saying start Winslow I don't know if he's ready for the starting role yet but he is a contributor. He is going he and he's going to get better as the season goes on. He's he just wanna, he's just a gamer man. I like him. I I really like him. But a lot of these rookies man, they 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 really look wreck this year man. I can't wait to see um De'Angelo
7: Russell play.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him play too. Um I caught a little bit of uh, Okafor it was he the night last night, night before last, um, he looked good, man. He he looked like, like, almost like that system was, was fit for him. And, you know, sometimes you, you can kind of tell where, uh, especially for big men where, where they're kind of trying to find their way in the game, like the game just really just came easy to him. At least that way it looked to me, um, like the game comes easy to him. Um, I agree with you on Gordon, man. Gordon looked. And I and I, I always kinda temper my, my excitement because I'm I'm thinking to myself, okay, well these are just rookies or rookies and, and second year players. But man, Gordon had a little I hate using the word swag, huh? but he had a, a little bit of confidence about himself and he looked good. Um and I'm trying to think Yo, how, how they, they,
4: these guys these these aren't only just first and second year guys. There's a lot of all players that have been in Europe that are still trying to crack the NBA that game. Well, I mean, like guys who, who, who don't, I mean, like
1: home. they're not your every, the, your, they're not your, your one through five guys, as far as like the starters and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I don't mean like just first year and second year. There's some of, some of these these teams have, like you said, guys who played in Europe, guys who are developmental, you know, guys who may have been on the team a couple of years, but really hadn't gotten a lot of playing time. Those kind of guys. I'm just saying like, I'm I'm really surprised that at the level of confidence that some of these rookies, like I said, a guy like Gordon, he looked like he belonged, like he, and, and again, like I said, I try to temper it, but he, he really looked very impressive. Like the little bit I saw of him, I think it was last night, I was up late watching, uh, games and he, he looked like he was like he like a two year to a three year pro. And I think that's going to bode well for his confidence, especially as they move forward into, um, into uh, in, into training camp. Uh, what, what about you, Candy? Have you had a chance to check out any summer league, and, and who's
2: impressed you thus far? Oh, I'm I'm with everybody. FIFO FIFO named. Um, honestly, man, uh, I saw the highlights of Okafor, and I I, I don't know, man. I, I think the Lakers man, made a mistake. He he definitely looked like a number one pick. And, and I know it's not against, um, you know, NBA starter talent, you know, as, as, as people pointed out about Kaminsky, but I don't think it'll matter. I, I think he's that – I think he looked that good to me. Once he settled down and, and, and really got to work in the second half, you know, I know he doesn't want to be in Philly, um, but, you know, and I know we've kind of talked about that before, but um, but over his game, he, he looked solid, man. So it's one game I got to see – you know what he does from here, but um I I, I was impressed. Um same thing with Frank Kaminsky. I, I was really curious to see how, how he, he played against um, you know, NBA talent. Um and, and you know what he was all over the court. He, he got the he got the the mid range game, he got the three point shot. His defense is a little suspect. I, I completely agree with FIFO. But um but I, I think he's mobile enough. I think his game is personal enough to be effective. And, um and you know, he could be a stretch five, man. Like, he could really go out to the three-point line. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> if you got a center right. all the way out at the three-point line that's just not out, out there for decoration, that can really, you know, pop one in your eye. So so that's going to be interesting because this could become a thing as we're seeing guys like Anthony Davis, you know, we've seen more and more guys like Anthony Davis come in the league where they're you know what, extremely – Yeah, what's up?
4: Miles Turner, I forgot to mention him from Indiana. Larry Bird mm-hmm. found him a gem. Yeah. That's another stretch five guy. You know, that boy can ball, and he's ready. And I like where Indiana was going. See, that's why I said that they should have even tanked harder. Like, as soon as Paul George, blow that thing up, they could have maybe got a Jaleel. They could have maybe got a Carl Anthony. I, I Yeah, I, but I like who they got. I, I'm not going to dwell in the past. Miles Turner is a baller, and he is going to be
2: a factor in the NBA. And I didn't see him play until I saw him play in the summer league because I, I didn't know much about the guy. I was like, oh, this, he looks all right. He got, the little, he got the jumper. I was like, okay. I, and then he followed it up with another game with, um, as well. So it just wasn't, you know, just a, a one-game fluke. Um, I, I've seen Stanley, you know, he does look good. Um, I got to continue to watch him because he's shooting at a very, very high percentage. You know, I think he went four or five, and that's no knock on him. Um, I think that just shows what he could potentially be. But, um, but yeah, I, I think he has all the requisite tools he needs to succeed. Much like him, FIFA, I think Winslow is the same way. Like, I'm watching Winslow. He doesn't seem like he's bothered by anything. And you can't really speed him up. There were a couple of moments where he got, he got kind of caught up, you know, trying to dribble the ball a lot. But he brings the ball up court. He's, he's definitely strong enough to get to the rim and finish. You know, he had a bad shooting game, but he made up for it at the free throw line, even though he missed the free throw. That could have potentially almost cost him the game. But then he made the pass to help win the game. So this guy can do a lot on the court. I don't know if he's ready to start yet, but I think as the season goes on and he continues to work on his game, work on his shooting is what he really needs to work on, and and that boy can ball. But he never seems to really get rattled on the court. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. But um, but he, I can still tell his, his game is a little raw. But um, but if, if he if he continues to work and develop, that boy can be something special. So I think offensively, Stanley Johnson is 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 a little bit more polished than Winslow is right now. But I can tell you right now, the the NBA season next year will be really really entertaining to watch. The two of them really coming to their own, and and really the standout of the whole of the whole um. Summer League has been Aaron Gordon because he looks like a completely different player. Yeah. Blake, Blake, you're right, FIFO. Blake Griffin is exactly who I see on the court. This doesn't look like the guy I saw last year. Even the guy in Summer League wasn't as good as the guy that I'm seeing out there on the court this year. And and I, I this is a guy, man, I'm, I'm impressed. So um, I I'm, can't wait to see what they do with him in, in Orlando because they got him and Tobias Harris. Eldridge Payton looks like he's taking a – a bit of a backseat, but I, I think he just may not be interested in the summer league. Um, but anyway, yeah, those, those are the guys, man, pretty much the same same guys. Um, that be, Oh, 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 the Harrison twins. You know what? They're not putting up, like, real flashy numbers, but they're, they're doing what they did kind of in Kentucky, but at an NBA league level where they're contributing here and there. I, I forgot which one plays for Charlotte, but he was really effective at getting to the rim a little bit more than his brother was. Um and, and they're rebounding, they're assisting. I think they can make a – well, one was drafted, but I think, the, I think both will make a team, and I think both will find a way to have a career in the NBA. And I think the rest is really up on them on whether they want to develop their games and really become, you know, like, like big-time contributors. But, you know, I'm watching them, and so far I've liked what they've been able to do with the opportunities that, that they've had because they're not really forcing the issue as well. So, um, so those are my guys, man. Um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. And, and yeah, people put me on the summer league. I, I never was interested in watching summer league. I didn't give a damn about it. Well, oh, um, Summer league is good.
6: Summer league is a yeah, very I, good alternative, I, I,
2: man. Yeah. I just started watching. I was like, Oh, Oh yeah. This, 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 yeah. Yeah. FIFO, you know, people, he was on one with this one. He was right. So, Um, And And you know what, Last year, I think.
4: Yeah. Yeah, man. It's good. It's good because it's like KD said, and I like that, like there's some players that actually, you know, go out there, and he's like, you know, this is basketball at its core. There's no media. There's no nothing. It's just a whole bunch of dudes in the gym hooping, playing for their basketball life. That's the reason why I like to watch it as well. But talking about the Harrison twins, you know what I think? I think what they're going to be, they're going to be, Two guard versions of Trevor Ariza, both of them. I think eventually mm. their shot is going to become better. But they're not going to be stars. You don't have to be a star, you know what I'm saying? But you can be a contributor. I think they're going to be solid role players on championship-level type teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Battier wasn't a star. Battier was drafted hot. You know, but I think that these guys are going to be like that. They need to understand that defense is going to be key and first for them. You get, you're going to get minutes early on when you play D and then the rest of that stuff will come, you know what I'm saying? But, no, nah, I, 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 yeah, I see them having long careers. They just have to work at it, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be given right. to them. You're not an All-American. Like, you're, you're a role player. Accept that and understand what's going to keep you in the league. The, the sooner they do
1: that, the, the, the better career they're going to have.
2: Yeah. What
1: about you, B? Uh, have you had a chance to check out Summer League, if so? Uh, who, who, who have you like thus far?
3: Um, yeah, I was impressed with pretty much the same players. I mean, Stanley Johnson. I was impressed with uh Wanslow. I was impressed with, uh, what's that guy from, um, Orlando, uh, Mario, the, um, Mario guy. Oh, yeah, Mario, uh, his, a, his not, his not guy, guy. yeah, I, think that's a, yeah, I was impressed with his confidence, man. I was really impressed, like, just how confident he is. He's not afraid to take the shots. Granted, it's summer league, but still, this is this is the moment where you want to make a name for yourself. You want to impress the coaches, the assistant coaches, the GMs, whoever. And he's definitely—I mean, Mario—he he bought out. He he really bought out. But yeah, of course, me being a Pistons fan, I I was definitely impressed with Stanley Johnson the way he, you know, he I I seen it when we got him. I was like, man, that dude NBA body ready. He is NBA body ready. He's strong. You know, the first first game you can tell he was a little bit nervous. I can tell on offense he was a little clumsy, but that second game, he was just like, okay, I'm in, I'm in my zone. Like he was just, man. And he, and I think people I'm mean, I'm not saying he's a he's a, just a pure shooter, but I think people are not giving him credit for how good he can shoot He He has a I think he has a better jump shot than what people really see. So you know, I, I think, you know, with Reggie Jackson, I've been drumming, and if Stanley Johnson get going, I, I don't think he's going to start right away. I still think Marcus Moore is going to start at the small four just because he's a veteran. But I think just like KCP, KCP didn't start out when he came in. He didn't start, but then that following year in that summer league, I was like, he's ready. And he was a starting two guard. And I think the same thing happened with Stanley Johnson. I think, you know, this year he might, he, he might get some good minutes, but he's not going to start. But I think... We might end up having Reggie Jackson, KCP, and Sammy Jackson as our one, two, and three. And then Andre Drummond, and I stretch forward, man. I think Pistons will be okay, man. I think, you know, we're we going in the right direction. So, but, yeah. Are, y'all go, as I was, are the Pistons going to re-sign
1: John Smith? I mean, not, not John Smith. Um, oh, what I was going to ask you about somebody with the Pistons. Um, Jackson, you, you mentioned Reggie Jackson yeah, 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 About him re-signing re- and the contract. Uh, mm-hmm. was that, were, you, were
3: you surprised that he got that much? No, just like like I said, just because of the money these other point guards and guards have been getting. I mean, it's like okay, everybody else is getting all this bread, so I'm pretty sure Reggie Jackson, Jackson's agent was like, "Look, okay, this this Brandon Knight got 70 mil. I can probably get you around that 80, you know, 80 mil round range, and that's what he got." And I, and I, and I think doing that, I think and he's I don't proven. Know, yeah, yeah, and I don't think and I think this might be a, a situation where Pistons is like, you know what? I think we might go. They might. I don't know if they're going to end up trading Brandon Jennings or they're going to kind of fill out and see how he comes coming back from his Achilles tear injury. So, right. I don't know. We You know, we'll see. It looks like they're looking at Reggie Jackson. After
1: that's who i mean, Brandon Jennings. Time. Brandon Jennings. Yeah, he, he's bouncing back yeah. from Achilles. Uh, yeah, so, you know. That, that's a nice little nucleus. Right. So.
3: Yeah, it is. I don't – it will be interesting to Stan Van Gunny and have some games where he start both of them at the, you know, at one and two. But, you know, I think KCP is our solidified 2 guard. Um He's been getting better and better every year, so um, I like man, I like what the Pistons are doing, man. But uh, yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed with Comiskey's first game. Second game was a little off, but yeah, just like people and Ken said, of course he's suspect on the defensive end, but offense, I think he will be just fine in the NBA. Um, I didn't even get a chance to see Okafer last night. Uh, Jaleel Okafer, I didn't get a chance to see. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna check him out. I'm gonna check out those because. That one's. is – where are they playing at in this one? I know they're going to do Las Vegas a little bit later on, but where, they, where were they playing Yeah, they'll do
1: this? Vegas. Uh,
3: I saw last night they were in – Utah. Of
1: course, a lot of them in Okay, so Utah. I saw one last night, yeah, they were in Utah. Yeah, so and, – and for those of okay, you listening, Utah. if you have not seen any summer, summer league games, uh, they're on NBA TV. Uh, they're on pretty much all day. Like, if you – and they, they run them on repeat, so – you know, like you can, like I was up till like maybe one o'clock last night and I was watching the game. So, you know, it's always something on. And this is, you know, kind of the dead time in sports because NBA is transitioning. Uh, You got Major League Baseball is about to hit their all-star break next week. We'll have some Major League Baseball talk next week. Um, You know, you just had women's soccer, but the NFL training camps for most teams don't officially start until right around the end of this month. So, uh, this would be a good time to catch up on some basketball as far as summer league. So if you got NBA TV, uh, man, I think it's, they got some free packages now. Um, check it out, man. It, it's some, it's some good basketball to watch, man. Especially for those of you who listen, who are basketball junkies. This is something that you definitely want to check out. Um, phone number to call in 646 356 Let's jump back to the phone lines. Let's go to area code 516, 516. You're on with dead end sports. What's your name? Where you calling from?
9: Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Randy from Long Island. Hey, Randy, what's going, going on, Randy? Man? Nothing much, guys. I've been here. I've been here. You talking about with well, free agency mad madness and summer league? But yeah, my, no doubt, no doubt. What you, what you got for us tonight? Uh, I think with I think with my biggest and first off, I just want to address this. I'm I'm not surprised <laughs> that you would say that about my Knicks. That I that don't deserve <laughs> nothing, but. It's all it's all good. One day, one one day we get back to the other, it'll be over. It'll be over. Hey, hey,
1: Randy, do do. Let me ask you a question, man. Because I, I know, like on a national level, people yeah. have not really been impressed with with what Phil Jackson has done this offseason. season. Uh, what are, what are what are people in New York talking about? Are they are they still buying in the Phil or are they trust? Because you know they they drafted you know this kid. Uh, Porzinski and Porzingis, I'm sorry, um, I think that's how you pronounce yeah, his Porzingis? name. Porzingis? Um, Porzingis, Porzingis, and, you know, a couple of, they made a couple of moves in here in free agency, but didn't get the quote-unquote big splash. Are people still buying into what Phil is
9: selling? No, no. Nah. I, I, I've, <laughs> like, I've been around, I've been around talking to people, to people in my, to my, at, at my job, people, people are just on a rage right now, what Phil's doing. Wow. But, at the same time, this me, as a 1% Knicks, Knicks fan that still has some hope, I think that Phil, he did some okay like, okay moves. I mean, at least he tried. At least he tried, right. and he swung and missed. I mean, it's not his fault, because, like, the big-time free agents like Deion Jordan or Marcus Alderson coming, which I understand, because... You know the Knicks are just are just atrocious right now.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it's tough. Got to be tough in, in 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 the Big Apple.
9: Got to be tough I, in the Big Apple. It's tough. It's tough. But I see this. It's, it's the prime example. Of the small markets are winning. The like the lore, like like the big glamour lore of the the Knicks and the and the Lakers are not win, are not winning anymore. They I, players wants to win, and they take take the money that's true that's true and
1: i and i think you know and i mentioned a little earlier i think people have kind of banked on the nostalgia of playing for the knicks or the lakers and it's just not there the knicks and the lakers that we remember just they just aren't there and you know that's unfortunately that's not a, a real strong selling point for potential free agents no matter how much money you have to spend
9: True, but now but now it's time it's time for them to rebuild through the draft. Like do the way that the Timberwolves have been doing, the the Celtics have been doing. Right. But I'll yeah, say that they're that's definitely my, gonna
1: have to make some moves. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
9: Oh no, it's okay. It's, it's okay. But what I'll say is like my win like my the winners and losers, I'd say the winners like are the I would say is the Spurs. yeah, right. They're able to get Lamar Sarge, and now I just heard a couple like yesterday that they able to get David West. Yes, sir. But I thought that was a really good pickup because David West will bring some more toughness into the Spurs. And you, once you have him, I think it's a it's a pretty good chance you could see a go um going the Warriors and and the, and the Spurs duking it out in 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 the Western Conference Finals.
1: Oh yeah, I, I think that's. <laughs> that that's very, very likely. Very likely. At
9: least thus far. That's what it looks like. But my losers, I would say, is the Mavericks. I'm, like, I'm looking at when I hear <laughs> that was Yanji Jordan signed with the Mavericks. I just literally laugh. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: I said, Yeah, man, a lot of people yeah. are not buying that one. I said soft. Pure soft. <laughs> so
9: <it's> like, <laughs> pure, <laughs> pure soft. And it's like so you mean to tell me that now after you signed the the mask and now you saying that oh I couldn't take with Chris Paul Chris Paul? Like re- like, re- like really dude? Cause like come on. Like the guy's been the guy's been like going after you to, to work on your off, your offensive deficiency and your free throws. But you still don't wanna he still does not want to like, like take like like take all this crit his, his criticism, which is pro- which is one hundred percent true. Right. That, that really tells me how like the NBA is really, really is to me now. Pure like pure soft players who can't take heavy criticism from guys like Chris Paul, who who knows what he's talk who knows he's talking about. And good luck and good luck with that Sean being the Sean Marion. 2016, Sean Marion. <laughs> yep, that's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You listening. Yeah. You listening. Which, I, which I agree with you, BZ. That's a Sean Marion move. And I, if you want to be, a, you want to be the superstar all time center. There you go. Be with Mark yep. Cuban. Good luck with that that five year, eighty million contract.
0: Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Hey, As always, Randy. Man, we definitely appreciate the love, brother. Thanks for calling in. Not 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 much, guys.
0: Appreciate
1: it.
0: Right, take it easy. Peace. Peace. Good luck. Peace. Peace.
1: Phone number, Randy, call six four six Let's go right here in the ATL to 404. 404, you're on with Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What
0: up? This is Naj in Decatur. Must Naj, what's going on, man? Hey, nothing, man. Y'all doing good work as usual. You know, what I mean, have to call that and Appreciate. give y'all y'all Appreciate. credit. Appreciate it. But yeah, we, we're talking winners and losers, man. We got to go San Antonio and Cleveland. Uh, th- those are yes, the sir. teams who, who appear to change uh, the landscape of the NBA. Everybody else, it looks like, was making cosmetic moves. So, we're going Spurs and Cleveland. That, that Spurs front line four deep now. Uh, that's a little scary. Duncan and, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan and Aldridge in the starting lineup. Yeah, man, that's going to be a problem. And Doug am West taking that, that pay cut to go down there. I don't know about that as far as the uh, <laughs> smart move. But, hey, if he's willing to forego it, hey, it's his pocket. So that's on him. Now, I have a hey, disagreement now, on the CIT. Here's something that, that I didn't even
1: For- think about, man. Somebody mentioned this today. LaMarcus Aldridge never has played for a coach like Popovich. I mean, how much – as great as LaMarcus Aldridge is, can you see his game getting that much better under under Pop?
0: Yeah, but I don't know if it's necessarily because of uh, being under Pop, but more just about playing with better players in the system to yeah. where you can't key on him as much. I mean, the floor is going to be wide open for him to shoot those jumpers that he does because Tony Parker clears up so much space. Danny Green and Kawhi clear up so much space. And then Tim is still doing work at that old age. So uh, I just think the talent around him, man, this dude hasn't played with, you know, skilled guys like this since the All-Star teams. So he's going to give people buckets, man. But that's, you know, his averages are going to go down all the way across the board. But I think his shooting right. percentages will go up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see something from Augers down there, man. But I don't know, man. Getting yelled at by Pop is something to get used to. Uh, Steven Jackson wasn't having it, so we'll see how that goes between the two of us. The the DeAndre Jordan point, though, I I think I I got a difference of opinion with y'all on that one. Of course. I understand he's he's not a number one option. I'm sure the Mavericks told him that just to get him to sign on. But the idea of playing with a guy like Chris Paul, if you and Chris Paul don't get along and he thinks he's right all the time and he's a made guy, so you can't really rough him up for coming out of of the pocket with you, that's a hard thing to deal with. I don't think that's a thing of being soft. I think that's a thing of like me and you on the job, and we got a certain manager who's a little swift with the mouth, but if they're in a higher position, we know we can't take them outside to the parking lot. So I Mm -hmm. I think that's a factor there with Jordan and and Chris Paul. Because, I mean, Chris Paul looks like he can can get on your nerves a, a bit, great as he is. He may be one of those guys. And, you know, I, this, this is just me personally, just from years of playing basketball. I have serious questions about really outspoken, really uh, dramatic leader guy. Because I've played with guys right. like that who really made a show of being a leader. And it always was guys who didn't, who didn't really earn it. You know what I mean? They just like to make sure everybody in the crowd and everybody at home knew that they were leading and they were correcting somebody. So that, that that's an aspect of Chris Paul that I don't like. Like I said, Hall of Famer, great as he is, but uh, yeah, man, interesting offseason. This TV money is going crazy. We're looking at a league where Kyle Lowry is four years, forty
1: eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lowry, Lowry. Um, has he? Has he? Was his deal up yet?
5: No, I don't think
3: it was.
1: It looks like, like Not Naj, no, Naj, yeah. call dropped. You. Okay. Yeah, Nod, was, he was in the middle of a point and his call dropped. Uh, call back in if you get a chance, Nod. Um, let's jump to another phone call. It looks like we got my dad on the line. Dad, you there? Yeah, I'm
5: here. How are you, son?
1: What's going on? Not too much.
5: Nothing much. It was good listening to the young fellow from Long Island for a minute. I thought. Perhaps I might get some good news about that guy's name who begins with a p uh but I haven't heard anything positive whatever his name is i can't even i am not i haven't even i'm not even excited enough to even think about memorizing his name. He gets more than ten points in the first couple of games I might give him some pay some attention to him but I think we got uh Tony Kukoc with without skill coming to new York uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's just part of it. Now, I, I got kind of tickled hearing that Mr. Jordan decided he's going to go to Dallas because he can't go on with Chris Paul. Who do you think going to get him the ball in Dallas? Became a better ball player because of Chris Paul. Yep. He can't shoot. All, all he can do is dunk. He can't shoot free throws. And who to give him those open looks of where he's going to get the ball to make those dunks? Uh, you know, he might hit the boards. He's gonna be a rebounder. He's gonna be a rebounder and a defender, and that's it. If he's thinking about, it, he's gonna get some, get on Sports Center, He better have a couple of breakaways. That's the only gonna get on there. And uh, quite frankly, I'm ready for football. Pass ready, because I know. And <laughs> my man, my man said uh, from long line was talking about maybe later on but i was thinking i'll be 70 next year man i got about only twenty twenty five 25 more years left 30 at most and he thought it might take that long for him just get a good team we haven't won a championship since uh willis reed right you know i'm ready for a championship the mets have won the yankees have won Everybody in New York wants the Giants. Everybody but the Jets Rangers. and the, uh, yeah, even the Rangers. Everybody's the one in New York except for the Knicks. And uh, <laughs> quite frankly, I'm getting tired of getting laughed at. I mean, because the only, the closest we came was uh, the year that Jordan decided to play baseball. And I no, hope are all against the Rockets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and and Charles Smith wanted to throw a finger roll with his six foot ten self was, did, missed the Mr. Dog on finger roll. Now my but boy it, still that, uh,
1: Stark, Stark killed that, that game seven too. Stark was like what one for twelve or something like that? It was
5: everybody stuck up the joint, so I mean it, it was collective effort. You know, they, we saw the enemy and he was us. They might as well have said that. But uh right. They have really not done well. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to Cleveland and uh, San uh, Cleveland and San Antonio going at it again next year. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you this: Cleveland better get a little bit tougher. They better get some power. And as I said last week, my boys and the Knicks aren't the answer. They need they need another answers. So they need somebody that can shoot the dog on ball. Take some pressure off LeBron. Right. Uh, well, they're they're, they're talking
1: about going to get ski mask Joe Johnson, but uh, <laughs>
5: I'd love to see Joe Johnson there. I'd love to see Joe Johnson
1: there. Uh, I as a as a Hawks fan, I, I trust me, Joe Johnson, and maybe I don't know, maybe playing with LeBron that could bring it out of him. He ain't that guy. I just, I just don't see it. I think Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson is the guy that will get you twenty-five points and seven rebounds against the Orlando Magic. But when it comes time for a big game, he is nowhere to be found. Nowhere.
5: Well, so I hope when he's got somebody like LeBron, where he's not, yeah, he doesn't have the pressure to score. That might make things a little bit easier. Yeah, him. that that
1: might that might make it easier for him. I, I it would be. I'm I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to play out. Hey, we got it. We got another call. We got to get to before we get out of here. Uh, all always, right. thanks for calling in, Dad. Hi. Right. Good, good night. You tomorrow.
5: Good night, fellas. Good talking to all of you. All right. All right. right. I'm here.
1: Phone number my dad called six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Looks like we got our boy Naj back on Nodge You. would, You dropped the call like in the middle of your sentence, man. Do you remember what you were talking about?
0: Yeah, I was talking like a mug too before I realized I was gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I guess I I just hit on a couple of things that your father was just alluding to. Uh, I like Joe Johnson as a fourth option. I don't like that contract, of course, but as a fourth option, I I think he really does help Cleveland. Like, you're not counting on him to do much, and that's a far step away from J.R. Smith. You know what I mean? You've got to count on J.R. Smith. Things are bad. So we'll see what Cleveland does. Uh, to the next point, I've got to throw this at you, Hawks fans. I've been throwing this out to a lot of people locally. What do you say to Al Schroeder or <laughs> Schroeder or uh, the skinny boy uh, from Detroit? I-, I can't call his name right now. Uh, y'all know Austin Day. Austin Day and Kyle Culver for Carmelo. Because by midseason, if the Knicks are terrible again, people are going to be booing Carmelo. They're going to be rebuilding with a max guy on the contract. That's not going to play well locally. And we might be able to get Carmelo for a steal, maybe one draft pick or no draft picks involved. And you put him in that offensive coach bud where he can't act up because he's been traded twice as an all-star. So he's going to have to go along to get along. I like the Hawks as an actual contender at that point, once we add that uh, oh, 25 man. points a game guy. I, I know people are scared of Melo, but I feel like Coach Murray is yeah. getting <laughs> like Uh
1: You know what, man? I, I think as, as, as being a Hawks fan, as much as I love Carmelo, I, I just don't know that he would fit. And to be honest, I don't know that the Knicks are ready to move him or would be ready to move him. I, I've actually heard. New York, Knicks saying, Knick, New York Knicks fans that have said we should move this guy, but I don't. I don't know that they're necessarily ready to move him. I think it seems like the brass, James Dolan and the rest of the Knicks management, they seem to be confident in what Phil Jackson is doing, and they want to give it time. So I think you kind of got to roll. Even if you're Carmelo, you kind of got to roll with it. It's just like them taking Porzingis. You know, reportedly he wasn't happy about it, but you got to roll with it and see what happens. Um, no, I don't think they're ready – I don't think they'd be ready to, to, to jump ship just yet, you know, if this was, you know, year two or three. But the thing is, and you made a good point there, Carmelo's not getting any younger. So uh, whether or not he be traded here or not, I'm not sure. But, you know, if if it's looking like how it was looking this past season, you know, you never know. Stranger things have happened. They, they could look to unload him.
0: Yeah, all I'm saying saying is by midseason, it could be ugly up there and we'd be buying low. And if you can get the trade without giving up Al and Teague, I'm saying give up one of them. And honestly, I wouldn't give up Teague. I'd give up Al first. But, yeah, man, that changes things for the Hawks, man. If they they get them out there and that spread offense, and all you got to do is make sure you pound into his head. No ball stopping. No hold the ball, looking for a pass. You got to work within it, Yeah, but offense. you also and know I, you also I,
1: know that I, I, in, you know, in the Hawks, you you got to play defense, and like Carmelo ain't gonna play no defense. <laughs> hey man,
0: we had Cal Corber out there. Let's let's you know. <laughs> hey, let's, let's keep it one hundred. We had that Cal Corber hey. out there getting blow, blown by all the time, Mister Help. That's true. I like That's true. what it that is, so,
5: is, it really is man. But y- yeah.
0: y'all, yeah, yeah. Let y'all think about it. Let me know what y'all think. And the losers for this for this whole thing off season, were the Knicks because having to draft Porzingis after having a horrible season, they're basically rebuilding, but they don't want to admit it. The Lakers have kind of accidentally failed into doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be rebuilding. They shouldn't be bringing in Aldridge and free agents and stuff like that. They should be doing a real rebuild, and now they've been forced to because free agents didn't want their money. So Knicks and the Lakers, the
1: historic teams. There from- it is.
0: There it
1: is. Hey, as always, Naj, man, we definitely appreciate the love, brother. Thanks for calling back in, man. All
0: right, y'all be easy. All right,
1: hey, man. Hey. Phone number Naj, calls 646 478 I want to touch on this Florida State situation before we get out of here. Uh, uh, if many of you heard and, and some haven't heard, uh, Florida State had a quarterback uh, by the name of DeAndre Johnson. Uh, if I'm if I'm correct, I think that's his name, DeAndre Johnson. I want to say DeAndre Jordan. Um, DeAndre Johnson. Uh, DeAndre Johnson is a freshman, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, make a long story short, he was in a bar, uh, and he made his way to the bar. You know how it is when you when you trying to get to the bar to purchase a drink. He's trying to get to the bar to purchase a drink. Well, as he he kind of pushes his way in between people. And there's a woman that he nudges, if you will. And the woman, you know, felt like she was pushed. So she turns around, and all of this is captured on video. Everything that I'm telling you is captured on video. The woman turns around, and she says something to the – now, in the video, there's no – you can't – there's no audio, so you can't tell what she was saying. Uh, She goes to knee him in the nuts, but she doesn't. And then she raises her hand as if she's going to hit him, and I think she does. She she kind of swung, but I don't know if she necessarily hit him and connected. Uh, at that point, DeAndre cocks back his hand and punches her right in the face. I mean, slugs her, and she's bleeding all over the bar. Uh, this video just came out, and Florida State has subsequently kicked him off the team. Of course, you know, um, Florida State had a lot of issues with, you know, former Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Jameis Winston last year. Uh, Well, actually, the the two years that he's been, I mean, he was, seems like he was always in the news about something, Um, you know, rape allegations, crab legs, uh, you know, yelling stuff in the student union, just, you know, suspension. Um, So it's, what has come out since then uh well i think florida state always knew that the video existed but the video was just released um i want to say like late last night anyway make a long story short he's saying he's now saying that the young lady called him the n-word so that being said b now it looks it looks on the video like she actually kind of kind of quote unquote started it. What's your take on this,
6: beezy Uh,
3: I guess B is Hello. not there. Can you, you hear me? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I got you. No, I, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I can. I'm gonna touch on it quick. Cause it's only got you, know, you only got five minutes left. But um, yeah, I think ah. I'm like, kind of like two sides of the story because, like, the first side, I'm like, okay, as a man, you're never supposed to hit a woman. You know, never, you know there's still no excuse. She calls you an N word. You still ain't supposed to give her a, a, a mate with a right cross. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. still, you're still not supposed to do that. Not, but granted, you know, look, I'm not saying this is okay, but as a woman, you can't be provoking men to hit you like this, man. Like, she' me and this dude getting ready to punch him. You ain't no telling what else. You know, of course, the camera just shows what that is. It ain't no telling what else, can, right. you know, happened, you know, prior to that. We all don't know. But, you know, you can't do that. But then also, as a player, as a guy, you know, you're an athlete. You don't want to make a mistake that's going to cause you pretty much. It might, this might cause him his football. His, he might not either play college ball no more or have a chance to play in, in NFL or whatever, you know, in, in the higher elite level. So it's like as a football right. player, you gotta kind of think and just don't let your reaction. Because that one little decision he did, that right cross, now it's costing him his football career. Something that he loves to do, he won't do it because he 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 lost it for a second. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm on, I'm on that defense, but then at the same time, it's like come on, what women? You can't you, you you gotta stop provoking these grown men to hit you. And then when they knock you upside your head, stop looking stupid. But that's all I'm gonna say for right now because we only got a couple minutes left.
2: Uh, Ken, you want to touch on it? Yeah, um, he, he had to go. It, it's unfortunate, man, but, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, you know, at this point, you, you can't do that, and you have to compose yep. yourself a little yep. bit better than that. We all saw yep. what happened with Ray Rice last year. I know he right. knows and seen it himself. He knows what happened with Winston. <laughs> um, he, he He has to do better, and I know it's easier said than done.
7: But um, no
1: question.
2: but you know he had a he had a brighter future ahead of him than probably, you know I mean right. I mean, uh, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll I'll hope, hope that punch. I hope that
3: punch was worth it. I mean, just come on, dude. Got to think.
1: Yeah, yeah. It he he is he's going to be suspended. You know he, he, he I'm sorry. Go ahead, FIFO. Yeah, man. He just got to get FIFO's his pants stumped. He would
3: have. Yeah, FIFO yeah. here. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so if he would have just got his pimp strong and slapped the fuck out that hoe, you would have been all right. Man, I'm just saying. That. But um but you know, punching her like that and causing all that, yeah, you gotta go. That's a bad look. You know what I'm saying? But if you yeah, would have smacked the crap out of her, she would have been all right. You might have got suspended, but you know, you can't provoke people. Yeah. He should have just shook the sh- he should've just shook the sh- shook the shit
1: out of her ass. This,
3: this shake her real good. <laughs> I mean, that would've scared her. you know
1: what I'm saying? Hey. Wait, man. You got to walk. And I know it's easier said than done. I was 19 at one point in time, and I'm not going to sit here and condone hitting a woman, you know, especially like you said. And and here again, this 2015. You know, if it's seen on video, you know, you're likely to go to jail or get into trouble, you know, unless you're a cop. Then that doesn't matter. But that's another story for a whole nother day. Um, that's going to do it for this week. That's going to do it for this week. Um... If you missed any parts of tonight's show, make sure that you check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash sports. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Ken said the video should be out either today or tomorrow. Uh, so we got a new video coming. Uh, pass the word. Tell people about our videos. Uh, that's going to do it for us, for, for Ken, for B, for people. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. I'll let you next week. Peace.
7: Peace.
3: Sprinkles are for winter.